Welcome to Chapter 3 of HealthSystemCIO.com's interview with Steve Hess, CIO at University of Colorado Health. In this segment, Hess talks about how the IT strategy of integrating systems helped unite UC Health as an organization, how his team has made meaningful use fit their strategy instead of the other way around, and his vision for how IT can be leveraged to enable personalized care. I also wanted to uh, talk a little bit about the merger. I, actually, I'm not sure if, it, if it, that's the, uh, the right terminology, but for when the systems joined together uh, to form UC Health and kind of um, maybe, maybe how you approach different organizations coming together and, uh, you know, what it took to uh, try to create that, that shared culture instead of, uh, you know, two or three different ones. Yeah, and I think, you know, it's still very much a work in progress. We're still very young. Um, when, you look, when you take a step back and look at UC Health, we're still very young and we're still maturing. And so it, it's, again, not perfect by any stretch. What's interesting and exciting was that we actually used IT to help bring the system together. So, you know, to get cardiologists to talk between the academic medical center and the community hospitals, um, it's not easy. It's not easy by any stretch. Um, to get cancer docs or primary care docs to talk, it's a little bit easier because of the, the way patients flow between primary and secondary and tertiary care settings and so on. But we ultimately used the IT systems and the IT strategic plan of integrating and optimizing common IT platforms to help bring the organization together. And, and again, three and a half years into this, we're still – um, not perfect. I would say that there's still not one organizational culture. There's a couple cultures that we're still trying to to come together and and really you know get to the next level. But it's been an amazing three and a half years. And having IT and the IT plan to bring all of these systems together not only saved a ton of money from you know collapsing systems and getting rid of legacy systems and so on but also has created a foundation for for patients to have seamless experience across the care settings doctors to be able to to you know help each other out having telehealth capabilities to be able to take care of patients in remote remote locations all that is, you know, having IT kind of in the middle of that integration, and it's been extremely hard. It's been challenging, but it's also been extremely exciting and rewarding. Yeah, that really is fairly new, and uh, I don't know if it was uh, made it more challenging or not with the, with the timing, with you know, meaningful use. But maybe it's something where it just kind of <laughs> was that was the backdrop, but uh, maybe you just kind of proceeded on. Yeah, I think that meaningful use, we've always looked at meaningful use as kind of a double-edged sword. Um, you know, we never did the integrated EHR because of meaningful use. We never said, okay, we're, we're collapsing 26 systems to a single epic instance because of meaningful use. Meaningful use, in our minds, kind of came along for the ride. Yeah. And, um, you know, we've been very successful with it. Uh, not only with with uh, the hospitals, but with the eligible providers, and yeah, that was the other cool thing about about having that integrated Epic platform, and then be able to take that to the other hospitals and other doctors and so on. Is that you know the day you implement, the reality is is you have a a you know meaningful use stage two certified EHR implemented. And, yeah. and you have a lot of those workflows, best practices, all the reports that you need to have to actually attest to meaningful use are kind of already there. So you know, the reality is, is we went live with uh, two of our, our hospitals, Memorial Hospital 
in November of 2013, and they were ready to test by February. So literally, you know, within 90 days of implementation, they were already ready to attest for meaningful use. That's how solid the uh, you know what was already in place was. So again, you know, we've always looked at meaningful use as more of a a kind of a a, a carrot. Um, we really never looked at it as this is the reason we're doing things. It came along for the ride, and we've been pretty successful with it. Moving forward, um, I imagine that there's a lot of things that you're focusing on, m many of which you've mentioned, but um, just being able to engage with the patients. So you mentioned that a little bit before. So is that something that you're really kind of focusing on a lot going forward? Absolutely. And I think that, you know, the whole concept of, of telehealth and e-visits is something that we really have to, to get better at. The reimbursement models, the, you know, kind of the policies, all those things are you know, kind of triangulating towards now successful capabilities to implement telehealth. So big focus on that, big focus on population health, population health and telehealth, lots of overlap in terms of how, how to watch over patient populations that aren't in necessarily your traditional care settings, your physical walls. Very much focused on, on growth and affiliation using IT as a tool in the toolbox for growth. So we have, you know, kind of three areas of growth. We have, um, you know, new construction. So we're building a new hospital. We're, um, you know, building some more ambulatory locations. We have affiliation. So we're affiliating with a standalone ED company to have standalone EDs across the Colorado footprint. And then, and then you know, acquisition. We're also still acquiring folks as well. So the growth strategy, new construction, affiliation, acquisition, very much is part of our future. And although we're fairly large, the, you know, we, are, we do need to get larger and have even a bigger footprint to really make population health and the new world of value-based contracting and so on um, successful. So growth, in addition to analytics, population health, advanced CDS, telehealth, those are really our big focuses. So it's almost like the foundation of the EHR, it, it's never done, but you know it's there. The foundation's there. Now we're trying to optimize it, making it better, more efficient for the docs, but now we're really trying to use it. Use it for population health, use it for telehealth, use it for advanced analytics, use it for, for affiliations, and so on. Now, you mentioned earlier that between, uh, you know, this role and some of the current role, um, past roles you've had, you've been in this industry for a while. So I'm sure it's interesting for you when you look back and see how things have changed and even just the things that you're talking about, how, you know, 20, 10, five years ago, CIOs, this, these weren't the kind of things that were on their, their list of priorities maybe. No. So, you know, when I got into healthcare IT back in 1991, at that point, you know, we had PCs that didn't even have hard drives. The big focus back then was lab and radiology systems yeah. and your, you know, your mainframe revenue cycle systems. Email was just becoming a, a tool. I remember the email back in 1991 was actually a mainframe-based email. The, the CIO's role was very much around networks and data centers, and everybody was proud of the number of servers or the mainframe that was in their data center. And then, obviously, the world started turning to more of a, you know, the clinical systems and the EHR and order entry and PACs. And, and now it's really about using all of that, using all the investment to really change the way we deliver care. 
So it's all about transformation. It's all about you know the banking industry going from physical banks to ATMs to everything being done on your mobile device. That's really the same kind of trajectory that we are on with healthcare. Obviously, you know we're, we're patients. We're people. We're not widgets. We're not financial transactions. That's what makes healthcare and healthcare IT so so awesome. Is that every every single person is different. But being able to use these systems to actually change the way we deliver care. I, I want to I be part of a health system where one of our patients walks into our ED and we're able to look at their genetics and we're look, able to look at them from the perspective of a person, not as a problem, not as a diagnosis, and really take care of them as an individual based upon their biomarkers, based upon how they've reacted to medications in the past, based upon their allergies, based upon their desires in terms of how they want to be taken care of. That's what we have the ability to do with healthcare IT today. It's, it's again, not perfect. It's going to be a journey, and there's probably going to be many, many years before we can really get to that, that precision, personalized care, but a lot of the foundation's in place or is being put in place, and now we're figuring out how to actually make it work. You know, healthcare is, is so interesting because if you think about the customers that we have, we have many, many different customers, some with aligned goals, some with misaligned goals. We have the, obviously, we have the consumer and we have the patients. We have the payers. We have the doctors or other, other care providers. All those are customers of ours, all, again, with mostly aligned goals, but sometimes misaligned goals. That's what makes healthcare and healthcare IT so, so challenging, but also so exciting and rewarding. Yeah, and just kind of, you know, when you start to see some of these things slowly start to come to fruition with talking about, you know, personalizing medicine, that has to be a really exciting thing. Absolutely. And that's, you know, that's what's so great about being part of an academic medical center as well, that there is a a huge research mission and we have brilliant scientists and doctors every day coming up with new ways of treating patients based upon you know biomarkers or based upon other factors environmental or clinical and being able to tap into that research and that research informatics infrastructure and then be able to loop it back into that that transactional electronic health record that is the holy grail and that's what we're all trying to pursue but you know we're 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 probably still years away from that but we're not decades away from that and that's what's so valuable is there will be a day when we actually can make a difference to that individual based upon what we know about that individual. And, and no matter where they actually enter the UC Health system, we'll see that and be able to actually take care of them as a person rather than, again, a diagnosis. Yeah, that's great. Um, I can tell it, it, it's cool for me when I talk to somebody and I can really hear that passion coming through. And I imagine that you really do have to have that with, with a role that sometimes can get really uh, difficult with, with so many things to juggle. But to have to, you know, maybe to, to keep that in, in mind is uh, not always the easiest thing probably. No, but, you know, that's what gets me out of bed. Uh, and, yeah. you know, it's, you still have to deal with the network and you still have to deal with the data center and, you know, figure out what we actually should have on premises versus in the cloud. And obviously, information security underlines everything that we do. And, you know, we have to deal with all the bad guys that are out there and so on. But, you know, what gets me out of bed, what takes my head off the pillow is actually 
picturing that day when we're actually saving somebody's life through the use of informatics, the use of these tools, the information, being predictive to actually help help the process be more efficient or seamless, and you know. A, a bringing a new life into the world from a you know L and D perspective, or saving somebody's life, or 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 extending somebody's life from a, a cancer diagnosis perspective, and using all these tools and all and, and all the processes, that's so exciting. You know, I think there's a lot of people in, in my team here in IT that could go work for another vertical. They could go work for another industry. They could go work for Microsoft. They could go work for Google. They could work for almost anybody across this country or the world. But you know, they choose to work for a healthcare system. And there's usually always a meaningful story behind the, the, the decisions they made to get into healthcare IT. And just like with myself, it's, it's because you're talking about people, whether it's a family member or just, you know, a, a stranger. You're taking care of people, and that's that's what's different about healthcare. Yeah. Yeah, and it seems like um, you've you've kind of uh, found a new home or found a home in Colorado where it's, uh, it, you know, it seems like you're in the right place. Absolutely, it's a really interesting place because you know. In Colorado, um, there's a lot. Obviously, there's a lot of population around Denver, and then in Fort Collins and Colorado Springs. But if you go east and west, then there, you know, there's a lot of lot of rural locations, a lot of critical access hospitals, a lot of hospitals with 25 beds. And so, you know, part of what we're doing right now is is taking advantage of what we've already built and 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 be able to extend that to some of these these other care settings. We have doctors who are going to remote parts of Colorado to take care of patients. We have doctors going to Nebraska or to New Mexico or to Montana to take care of patients. Enabling tools like telehealth, like population health, like these common EHR platforms really makes their jobs easier in taking care of those patients. And that the patient does need to travel to a cancer center or to a, you know, a super sub-specialist that, that, that takes care of a, a disease, they can. And, and we enable some of that capability. So that's what's so exciting. And you know, unlike the Mid-Atlantic region where there's a lot denser populations along that you know, New York, Philadelphia, um, Baltimore, D.C. corridor, Colorado is just very different from that perspective. A lot more opportunity for rural health, outreach, telehealth, those kinds of things. I know all about the densely populated area out here. <laughs> but, um, okay, great. Well, uh, sounds like you, the organization is really doing some great work and uh, really appreciate you taking some time to, to share your thoughts because I think that that's what another thing that makes this uh, industry um, what it is right now is, is the, abil- the uh, willingness to, uh, to share and talk about the, the challenges, and that's really appreciated. Absolutely. Thank you so much. I've really enjoyed speaking with you and hope to catch up with you again down the road. Okay, pleasure talking to you as well. Take care. All right, thank you, Steve. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.